Hello and welcome. There it is. There's your intro. The 8123 podcast is back uh, for the first time in quite a while. Oops. Uh, yeah. Oopsie. We got very busy uh, being in a full-time rock band, so um, we have we have been away because of that. But not to fear, we are back, and uh, we're beginning the comeback of the podcast with an 8123 Fest series of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have around seven episodes uh, that are 8123 Fest themed with artists on the festival and us talking about all things 8123, um, al- along with with other things. Um, and we'll, we'll probably have maybe a couple other episodes um, in between that. But uh, beginning for now, we're going full on 8123 Fest. So, this first episode, we have Tessa Violet. Yes, we uh, do. She is performing at 8123 Fest on the main stage on Saturday. Uh, we had not met her before, um, had heard her and had been big fans of her and uh, wanted her on the festival, but had not ever talked to her or met her. Um, I think I I interacted with her via one tweet one time, maybe oh. Two years ago or so. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you've talked to her. I never talked to her. <laughs> I honestly Tweets think... Tweets talking? Yeah. No, I, I I think I said, like, yeah, we should play some shows together. Or, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and also, you'll hear in, in the interview, but she thought it was going to be two hours. We're yeah. like, we're not going to make you sit and talk to us for two hours. <laughs> but she was down. She's like, fuck, I, I kind of wanted to do that. And I was like... I don't think I can. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know <laughs> if I can physically talk for two hours. <laughs> um, yeah. So we will jump in here uh, to our conversation with Tessa Violet, uh, and that'll last around twenty minutes or so. And then after that, we're gonna come back on and we're gonna talk all things uh, eighty-one twenty-three fest this year. Kind of give you a rundown of what's happening, what it's all about. Some of the things we're excited for. And, uh, yeah. So, here we are with Tessa. Cool. Hello. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Hi, everybody. How are you? Good. Doing good. I'm I'm Pat. This is Garrett. Nice to meet you. Hello, Pat and Garrett. Thank you for having me. I have a question before we get into it. Yeah. yeah. Is this going to be on camera or are we just using the audio? Uh, just the audio. Excellent. Because I did not clean my office. This is my <laughs> office slash touring um, storage space, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. We have about four of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would maybe at least cheat the camera, but what makes it so difficult is that I have this mirror, giant mirror behind me. So there's like yeah. nowhere I can orient the stuff where you don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All yeah. good. I mean, we just have shit. Yeah. We're at our, our studio right now and literally nice. what you can't see is just junk everywhere. Yeah. Just shit on the floor and cables everywhere. So I get yeah. it. Good vibes. I just did a headline in October, which um, 
was like a one-off thing and there were lots of costumes involved so it's like not just all the gear it's also like yards of fabric and then like crafting supplies glue guns just everything everything that was in my car that i moved out of my car when i had to take it to the mechanic that's awesome we're we we know all about that yeah (laughs) vibes hell yeah well thanks for doing this we're pumped man uh excited to have you play 8123 fest Dude, I'm uh, stoked. yeah I, uh it's kind of a thing um you know every year that we do it we try to, to, to try to try to bring in a new g- group of artists that we're super excited about and you know have have big 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 fans of, of, of what you're what you're doing so wow yeah, can't wait to can't wait to have you and uh, we were we were talking to the Somerset the other day, talking about how Jess Bowen at, at one point has played with ninety five percent of the festival. <laughs> and I, I almost think like how it is in the lineup. I think it goes like you, three hundred three, then the Somerset. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. At one point, yeah. Jess was I like, "I like, play," and then we just have Jess play with us. Yeah, yeah. She, just, yeah. she, just, she just plays the, the whole festival. Yeah, at one point I was like, Jess, are you about to play three sets at this festival? And I'm like, am I going to the Jess Bowen Festival today? <laughs> yeah, well, we should just change the stage name to Jess's stage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I can hear a bit of my voice on your side. Would it be okay to just turn on the volume like one click maybe? Yep, yep. There you go. Thank you. Are we yeah. started right now? Can I ask another question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What we're- is this a two-hour format because i have that much in my calendar and i love the idea never mind i hate the idea i don't even like talking no does never mind i wasn't going to say that i love the idea of two hours (laughs) (laughs) this is uh this is more of like a uh 20 minute little casual (laughs) hang but we're we're getting in and out excellent okay you can grab lunch out there and tell everyone you're working yeah yeah great (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Um, so one one of the first things I, I wanted to j- jump jump into that I, th- I thought was awesome. So you posted a tweet saying that your song "Games" should should be a punk song, and then I think like four days later, you released the song as a punk song. Yes. Um, so how I'm imagining this in my, in my head feels like something that I would do too, uh, is like have an idea, put it on the internet before even thinking it through and, and, and putting it out to anybody else. And then being like, oh shit, now I actually have to do this. <laughs> and then putting it together. Uh, is that how it how it happened or was was this kind of like already in the works and i wish that i could turn a song around that fast i am kind of the slowest moving artist i know it was definitely zipped up ready to go by the time i sent that tweet um (laughs) i wish that that'd be so great yeah i take forever in the studio even my manager was like what are you doing that takes so long and i'm like i don't know (laughs) it's my creative process my dude it takes a while yeah that's all i mean yeah, we that made us talk about wanting to do something. Was like, okay, 
can we just have an idea and then just fucking put it up in four days? So it got us thinking. So maybe, yeah, you inspired us to want to do something that fast. But now wow. we know that you've been sitting on it. But oh now God. maybe we can do it in four days and then you can be like, fuck it, I'm going to do it in two days. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Or, I mean, or you can also, you know, have something ready to go and then give it a little hinty right before it's ready to go up. Yeah. That is a, the old uh, showbiz showbiz trickery. That's showbiz, baby. Hollywood. <laughs> That's showbiz, baby. Oh, man. So did you uh, did you work on that with Matt Squire in like in person or was that just like over the not in person that was um you know kind of I think we were working on that before thing like we were still in the period of pandemic where things weren't ultra locked down but still pretty separated so um we talked about it first he sent me a version and then we got on zoom together and um spent a few hours going through and being like let's change this what about this how does this feel yeah yeah nice. i want to do a punk ep now that's all do I'll it do. all right over the Dude, internet punk is so good do you know the band pup i talk about pop in like pup? every interview <laughs> yeah i don't know pup oh my god dude canadian band i've like never seen punk music i i what do you know who beach bunny is yeah yeah so i went they were opening for pop and i went to that show because i wanted to see beach bunny play and then i was like yeah i'll stick around for the headliner and i was like oh shit i did can i say shit on this podcast yeah you can do whatever you want <laughs> I was like, fuck um i don't know it's just so there's so much um i don't know watching it i was like wow it feels good to be so angry in such a safe space you know to like let your rage out honestly and in a yeah like space where this is a good space to be mad you know and to mosh mm -hmm. i didn't mosh because i don't want to get hurt but i watched and i appreciated that's yeah. awesome i i uh was always like a, a afraid to be in a mosh pit yeah. um but then we were on warp tour and like this was like you know after we we'd been a band for like a decade or something and we're on warp tour and we're watching one of our friends who's in like a metal band and we 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 went in the mosh pit and i realized like it's actually very safe they're 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 being very nice it everyone um, has their seems very violent yeah. when, when you look at it from the outside but like everyone kind of has has their own space and they're just kind of like just like a good a good little push Dude, that's, that's not how it used to be i remember <laughs> when i was like 13 i saw the used um at some festival and i was like decided that it would be a good idea to stand right on the edge of the pit mm -hmm. and Ooh. it was like all the people it was like when the you know when the circle pit around yeah. it was like circle like pit. yeah and so i was like right on the edge and i was watching the news and all of a sudden someone pushed me into the pit from the back and i just got fucked up and just stomped <laughs> on uh yeah it used to be a little crazier i think you know, back in the day. but i love that there's like this like punk energy that's happening again like i feel like yeah. the generation that's ha coming up right now is like everyone wants to like go fucking crazy but also yeah. be really nice to everyone <laughs> yeah yeah which i think is at the like heart of punk i feel like punk is very um you know, as an outsider looking in very all about <laughs> okay <laughs> i want to be like all about small business you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> punk is not about consumerism <laughs> Punk is about yeah, yeah. supporting people and um, totally. and like being mad at the machine that yeah, then capitalism that has made it so. So 
anyway sure. that's what that's the rabbit train that got me down into the idea of like what if games was a, was a punk song was going to that beach bunny slash pup show yeah. i fucking love that that's awesome that's yeah. so cool that's awesome um so i i, th I thought an an interesting thing just because for for us it's so like far rem removed from us but so you kind of got your start as a youtuber ish yes. right is that yeah. kind of yeah a hundred percent as a youtuber yes yeah. um how how is the transition because now you do things on youtube but not like in a con consistent way like mm -hmm. a traditional uh you know, you know like a youtuber how how is the transition kind of out of that you know because I, I i think for our band like we were kind of called a myspace band when we first started wow you know and then it's it's been kind of like a decade-long transition for people to not have that be like the the first thing the in first our bio, yeah. you know? <laughs> um like how was how has that that been Wait, I want to ask you a question before I answer, yeah. um, because MySpace is so far removed from where we are now. At the time, were people using the word MySpace to like dismiss um, you as a band? Be like, oh yeah, they're a MySpace band. Yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, one when, when one hundred percent. Like, yeah. like we we weren't a real band. We didn't yeah. have fans. We didn't make good music. It yeah, was, it was like music that was only meant for these young kids that were on MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, that very much echoes my experience of trying to transition from um, YouTuber to someone who's perceived as an artist. And it's interesting your own, sorry, I can take my invisible now. It's kind of making me a little lispy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a little more. Uh, ah, enjoy that sound effect. Um, wow, that makes a big difference. <laughs> um, it's interesting your experience of self as you're doing it like my experience of me my perception of me never changed when i started doing when i was a youtuber it was before people knew what the word youtuber was and like six years before the word influencer was even a thing so i was just like a nerdy kid on the internet that just found like this incredible niche community to express yourself to like work things out and it was like a secret like diary do you remember um what, what was the website this was feels connected to my space where you kept a journal live journal was that it yep, just, yep. yeah i think it was live yes so early days of YouTube had an experience of feeling like live journal and that like you could put very personal things out there, say whatever you wanted, but the chances of anyone seeing it were so slim. So you develop this like niche. It, it felt like being like a, I want to say a superhero because you have this secret identity, this online identity. Mm -hmm. And sometimes this online identity where you are more genuine about yourself online than you are yeah, in yeah. life. <laughs> um, and I wasn't um, doing music at that time. I hadn't, I would say that I hadn't discovered music yet. I grew up in a really small town where there was no music scene. Um, I was like, I grew up in Ashland, Oregon, which is six hours from Portland and six hours from San Francisco, which are, you know, anyone listening to the podcast, those are the touring cities you visit. Um, so, so far from music. And it wasn't until I left, um, I've been doing YouTube for a few years. I met um, someone through MySpace that was doing music, a MySpace band, um, and started <laughs> hanging out with them. And he was like, here's some albums I think you'd like. Um, 
because I, I wasn't even really listening to like bands in high school. Um, and he played me Hello Goodbyes, Would It Kill You, Miniature mm -hmm. Tigers, Tell It to the Volcano. Um, nice. ah, dude, I love those. I love that Still. record so much. So I, to this day, I think I reference it every time I ever like start a new project. I'm like, do you know this album? Um, yeah. And well, like the, just talking ahead. about those albums, those are like the beginning of like the bedroom rock thing. It was all yeah. like tiny sounds, unique sounds, like things that like, uh, I mean, I feel like are heavily influenced now, but maybe like, I mean, the fact that you're referencing is really sweet, but like, it's like, I feel like that's happening now more than it was even then. It was like really oh, yeah. underground. That's yeah. really fucking cool. Well, yeah. And like, I, I remember when, when that record came out, the like story of it was that they recorded it by themselves in, in this house, which, which is kind of, kind of weird. Uh, so that, that you mentioned that record, cause we recorded one of our records 10 years ago in the same house that they did that album at. Um, in phoenix here uh, wow and and yes but like i remember when we heard that you know this was like what 2008 maybe when that record came nine, out yeah nine. something like that um but it was like that was kind of during a time when it still felt like to be like a legit band you had to go into an expensive recording studio and yeah. all that you know and I, I, obviously since then that, that's you know that, that idea has completely changed but it was yeah that was really the, be the beginning of that mm -hmm. I, that I, miniature yeah. tigers that record yeah i was just like it just sounded so different yeah. it was so yeah. cool dude it still holds up it's still yeah. so good every time i put that album on i'm just like this is this is just a perfect record it is it's perfect length totally. these songs are so good um and they're like, I, it's like quirky like yeah. it's like there's like the lyrics are just like kind of like left to center in a really fun way where you're just like oh this it's like kind of funny like yeah yeah this is it's not awesome. a test or an SOS. I'm no longer on a quest to get girls undressed. I've searched. It's so good. Um, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, this is a very long story to get to the point of eventually I pick up a guitar for the first time. I start writing songs. I discover this, unlock this whole part of myself that's like, oh, this is what I feel I was always meant to do. And I just um, wasn't given the keys to that um, space, uh, that part of me until this moment. And then I was like, okay, I want to be an artist now. And yeah, the transition from quote unquote influencer. And I put that word in quotations because it's a fucking <laughs> annoying word uh, to like trying to be like a MySpace band. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The new MySpace band. <laughs> yeah. YouTube uh, musician is what I was like labeled with at the beginning of every bio. And then what came attached to that was um, cover artists because so many early um, YouTube musicians were doing covers. And I was like, I never did it. I don't know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and yeah, it was a long transition. And um, early on when I decided to like really draw a line, I privated like 200 videos on my YouTube channel, anything that didn't feel relevant to being an artist now because um, it's like usually when people are like establishing themselves as artists, they need to put more of themselves out there, like let people get to know you. But for me, it's like there was too much. And it's like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, now I think now more than ever, people are more open to the idea of you can have done one thing and also still like be an artist. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, well, it's like people younger that's always been part of their life is is mm -hmm. people vlogging and all this stuff so it's like for us it was like you know 
in our 30s looking at people youtube or whatever it's just like it was like it's like probably what bands older than us were like my looking at myspace we were just like oh what the fuck what is that or whatever <laughs> and it's like you can't disconnect it but yeah. like people who always accepted it it's just it was always cool it was always part of life or yeah. whatever so it's like and i i i think for for us there's this kind of like period where we had to kind of rebel against what we were perceived as so mm -hmm. it was like you guys are only a warp tour band or whatever so we were just like yeah. we're not going to do warp tour for the next five years we're not going to tour with a band that has ever played warp tour we're not going to record with anybody who would ever work with a band like that our merch is everything's only only black and white now we're, we're anti-warp tour yeah, yeah. But, I bet uh, that is a decision you have to make because it's fun hearing you say that is so funny to me because I think of Warped Tour is so cool. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, Warped yeah. Tour. But, uh, yeah. you know, at some point there was a point where Warped Tour was no longer the cool thing. So you need to be like, I'm not that if you want to survive. Yeah. Well, not even that. It was just, I think it was more so just like, we want to do our own thing. It's like, how mm -hmm. do you do your own thing and how do you disconnect from just like whatever the fuck this other stuff is that you have no control over? How yeah. do we just be our own? band and whatever people look at us as us and not like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the thing that we're always it seemed to be fighting myspace band or warp tour band or mm. youtube it's but, like all these things like mm. but, but the thing i was going to say is now 10 years later there's kind of been this like now we embrace it in a different way and yeah. like we, we have a love and a respect for like where we came from and i was just curious if like if you think it's possible that in five five years you get big into vlogging again as like a different way to ex express yourself like a hundred percent honestly it's so funny we're talking about this i was thinking about it on the drive over i already feel like i'm there so i'm 31 now so i started video blogging when i was 17 so it's been almost 15 years so for me there's so much nostalgia in it and already if someone was yeah. like we're going to do like a 789 um, reunion meetup, which was one of the first, first ever like YouTube gatherings. Not like now there's YouTube conventions, but in early days, it was just like someone would decide like, hey, we're going to meet in a park at this time. If like you're into us, like come and we're all just going to hang out. Um, and I, I already feel like, dude, I've there was a time when I was like, I'm not YouTube. And now I'm like, YouTube roots, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you, have you ever, have you watched any people that are doing it right now that you're like, fuck that, I could do this way better? <laughs> um, YouTube is so vast now. Like there's so many different types of YouTubers you can watch. And I would say that there are a bunch of YouTubers that I watch now who are like, um, you know, started later, like we don't have any overlap that I think are just doing an incredible job, are very yeah. creative, very smart with their editing. Um, on the days when I do decide to like do a vlog again, um, they definitely influence me um, because it's just like smart, it's witty, it's good. Um, and then there are also like a whole different genre of YouTube that to me feels inauthentic, but also like that's fine, you know? I, <laughs> I'm really in a phase of my life where um, if I'm inclined to judge something or be bothered by it, I just have to ask, like, why? Why am I going to? Why does this? Why does this annoy me in any way? Why do I care what someone else is doing that has nothing to do with me? And um, for me, it either has to do with a um, 
un, uh, unmet desire. Perhaps I have a desire for attention, but I tell myself like, no, I can't put myself out there unless it's just so or so or this or that. And then when I see someone who like in my head, I perceive as putting below bar content out there and they're getting praise for it. I'm like, where's my praise? Because I'm not doing anything, you know? <laughs> um, and um, that, you know, when you have that perspective too, you also, I think it's an important perspective for artists because when you put yourself out there, you are just by the nature of being out there, you're going to get people not liking what you do. And when you can have that perspective with yourself and your own judgment of others, you can know that when people judge you too, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's totally to do with their self, either an unmet desire or, or just something, you know, it's all our own baggage. Well, and like yeah. the jealousy of stuff like that, it's like... Hmm it's hard sometimes because you're like you see things that are like new and fresh and you're like fuck man like i don't want, want that but it's just all it's like you're never in, until you're the right when you came out you're never going to be the new thing again you're always going to be like behind everything so it's like how do you accept that and how do you like work with what you are and like accept that you've been doing this for 15 years or whatever and how do you navigate that in a in a cool way instead of like being jaded and like yeah which is annoying like, to like you know <laughs> get back to like the festival thing like the whole point of our festival is kind of that it's this like community of people that have been with us either for a day or for 15 years you know it, it's it's called 8123 fest which to the average person means absolutely nothing you know and it is the address of a parking garage that we we would hang out at in high school <gasps> Oh my God, I love that. And like we wanted to kind of bring that like feeling that we had hanging out with our friends there to all of our fans, you know? And so we built this this whole thing and now we're gonna have a festival with thousands and thousands of people all kind of, kind of based on that idea of just like people that are just there to accept us and all of our friends and our all these bands for for who they are and it you know it, it doesn't matter that there's there's new up and coming artists there's people like us that have been around for 15 years and um i i, I think like like music in general is getting to a cool spot like like that like i remember like when we were in high school it was like you're into this kind of yeah kind of music that's like no it's like everyone's just into everything and yeah. like everyone's just cool like you don't have to it, it, it isn't as cool to hate stuff yeah you know? like, like, it, it was like really cool to to, to hate things <laughs> yeah it was identity you know um yeah. if you if you can point at something and say it's uncool by comparison you therefore are cool so yeah um yeah i'm stoked to be i definitely feel going to um 81 23 i'm like i feel like i'm getting to sit with the cool kids i'm like yes <laughs> stoked <laughs> And so stoked oh. to see um, the Somerset play. Um, if you don't know, yeah. this, my drummer is Jess Bowen, who is also the drummer of the Somerset. Um, so very excited about that. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's it's like a, such a cool thing because like it's an opportunity for like a lot of our friends to all come to Phoenix for this moment and like do this thing together and like being able to just like chill and like catch someone's set throughout the day and just kind of like hang out. It's like it ends up being really cool and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're very excited for you to be part of it. We appreciate it very much. Thank you. Awesome. Well, everyone out there that is listening, check out Tessa at 8123 Fest on January 22nd. Nice. Uh, we can't, 
Can't we can't wait. Heck yeah. Awesome. Well thanks for And we are back. Yes. Well, we're just here still. But that was us. I mean, and don't Tessa. lie. That was days ago. Yeah, that was a couple of days ago. So we're, but we're back in the same room that we did record that. So yes. you're right. We're back, baby. We're back. Uh, man, eighty-one twenty-three fest. What? What is there to say? There, there's a lot. There's a lot to say. I. I um. This is the third year that we've done it now. Mm-hmm. We we had attempted to do it obviously last year. Um, no, two. No, last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, last year. So the fact that we are now, by the time this goes up, I, we're going to be probably pretty much exactly one month away from the festival, which feels freaky. Well, it's freaky, but it's definitely. I mean, here at eighty one twenty three offices. It is prep time, big time. Yeah, we have, there's no there's no uh, there's no holiday break for us right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean there's yeah there is not a day from now until the festival that will not be things being done for the festival yeah. itself. So it's a it's definitely a big a big undertaking. Um, it has been for a while now, but it's really mm-hmm. in like high gear. Yeah, getting everything ready. Yeah, and you know there's just like so many different elements to it um and it's kind of trying to like segment your brain out um you know there's like the performance itself of 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 us as a band which Mm -hmm. is just that in itself is a a lot you know from playing the songs rehearsing them getting them down getting our crew together um all the production and all that stuff well just even the even picking songs to play yeah like this isn't a the thing about the you know the festival is it's not a normal show yeah it's it's all the people who from literally all around the earth <laughs> that really love our band that fly in for this one weekend to be like super involved and super uh they like get to experience what phoenix is and what we you know how we grew up and whatnot and uh and we want to give them the most special show and weekend and, and kind of experience that they can get. So we also want to do like, kind of like it's that weird balance of picking songs that are like, uh, maybe we wouldn't play on a, on a normal tour, but then we're, we want to do something like outside the box a little bit, but not totally. So it's just like this weird balance of, uh, how far do you take it? And, 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 how restrained are you picking picking the songs? I guess, which has been very difficult with yeah. eight albums. Yeah, one one hundred percent. But I f- I think we have the set list con- confirmed. So you know, but s- since we're playing XOXO in full, there's a bunch there that we haven't done um, ever. And then in the regular set list, there's a bunch that we've never played um, or songs we haven't done in. Very long time, so yeah. Um, certainly, all I'm gonna say is there's task up ahead of us. There's big surprises that no one could even guess. Yeah, that I am so excited for. I think it's gonna be of all the, from the festivals we've done. This set is filled filled with surprises 
and uh, new new exciting things. I think it's gonna be uh, fucking epic, my man. Yeah. Um, things we haven't played in a long time or never played. Yeah. Um. So I guess kind of getting into the bands a little bit. Um. Going through the lineup and kind of our personal experiences with 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 each of them you know um i guess we can start out with just the main stage um so john the ghost will be opening the main stage um which is cool uh he opened the main stage is i guess second ever show um maybe first ever show um yeah can't yep. remember if no, the other he, show was he before played, or No, his first show was fe- First Fest. Yeah. And, and then the second one was the next Christmas. I remember really liking the feeling that it felt with, like, John opening the festival. Yeah. Um And I remember kind of being bummed out the next year, feeling like I missed that energy. Well, it's cool because it's like, I think out of the gate, it's like, this isn't like... I feel like it could be that opportunity where, like, your ego could get in the way and be like, this is our fest, and, like, you're not going to see us till we're on stage, and, like, we're just going to be hanging backstage and all that shit. Like, out of the gate, like, seeing it. Like, I remember going to shows, and, like, when I was younger, and, like, not seeing the band, and then you see them, you know, on stage for the first time. It was just, like, exciting. But, like, this being, like, it just, hey, we're all doing this together, and, like, you're going to see everyone throughout the day. Yeah. It's like an ex- it's like a fun big group thing. It's not like hiding rock star kind of vibe. Yeah. I I thought it was really fucking cool and it f- was such a cool way to start the day. Um uh, the only thing I was pissed off about is I wanted to play keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we missed that second year, so we are bringing that back and now, you know, he has a full album um yeah. to, album to play from, so That'll be exciting. Uh, yeah, well, I, I'm curious on how he's going to do it. Yeah. I got to talk to him. I'm going to be surprised, too. Yeah. Uh, and then second up will be Derek Sanders of Mayday Parade. Um, this is going to be awesome. Um, you know, obviously, having Mayday be a part of the festival second year um, was a really cool and i think like felt great you know to have like a band that we had co-headlined with so many times and and, and been on tour with and kind of our bands came up at the same time and i think when people hear them and us they're like reminded of each other yeah um so to have derek uh come out is going to be awesome uh well and also like to have you know when they last year when or not last year but the second festival when they came it was like in the same way that like the fan aspect of like hey come see where we're from and come experience this thing it was like you know we've known them for so long and it was, it was the same kind of feeling it was like yo come like be part of this thing and like see like how we like grew up and how we yeah. have done this whole thing i think it was really cool for them and and, you know, it ended up leading into, like, talks of Sat Summer that first year and stuff. So it was like... Yep. Um, yeah, so th- that was really cool. And to have Derek come back, you know, yeah. and him somehow have the main anything attached in, in a different way, I think. Yeah. Is, and is from, from talking to him, uh, he definitely 
uh, isn't one of those guys that like goes out and then just gonna play like random <laughs> songs that you haven't heard. Like yeah. he's gonna play maybe like one or two things that like that he's kind of done on, on his own, but then the rest will be the Mayday bangers. Yeah, totally acoustic. So I, I think it'll be cool like that early in the day having like. Big songs, big that songs that know. like yeah. the whole crowd's gonna gonna yeah. know and like be ex- excited to sing. So for sure, yeah. Um, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, it's really cool. That's so. fucking awesome. Yeah, I am uh, very, very, very pumped for that. Um, up next, who's next? Beach weather? Is it? I am ninety nine percent sure. Honestly, the fact that you don't know this is scaring me. No. It, Pat, you're not prepared. It is. You knew I wouldn't be prepared, but you're not prepared, and you're the one holding all this shit together. It is. It is. It is beach weather. <laughs> I don't know. The reason I was second guessing myself because I'm like, holy shit, like a freaking sick ass set that early. Yeah. You know. Um. So beach weather. Nick Santino of Rock to the Moon. Uh, his his other band um that are incredible and they broke up a little too soon or i guess took a break um but now they are now they're back uh this will be their second show back uh the first one being the 8123 kickoff party at the rebel lounge on thursday night um so very pumped for this set um they are a great band yeah, and, and uh, really cool songs. Totally, and I think they're like really. Ex- I think they're so, <laughs> excited. Yeah, like right now. it seems like in this weird way, like you said, like they they kind of s- slowed things down for a little bit too early, yeah. and like it like kind of has this growth that I don't think they knew was happening, and like all of a sudden they're like, I mean, whatever. This is boring stuff, but like streaming really well. That's not fine shit again. Yeah. It's just like. Like I think there's like a rebirth, and I think they're really fucking pumped, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for both shows. I can't wait for Thursday and uh, for Saturday. Yeah, um, and who knows? Maybe Nick will show up somewhere else. Maybe, know. maybe. I don't know. I know he'll be here. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna he'll fly home here. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after beach weather is Tessa Violet, um, who I've never seen play before. Um, and like I said, uh, we hadn't, hadn't met. Um, so I can't, I can't give too much, uh, insight there, but I am, I am excited to see, uh, Uh, what it's all about. Yeah. Just from the conversation, she seems like, um, just a a excited person and like, and really happy. And I think it's just going to bring a cool vibe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, each person I'm just going down the list. I'm just, I, I feel like I'll just be side stage or front of house the whole day, hanging out and uh, yeah. watching shit as much as I can catch. Yeah. Um, and then it's 303, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, I mean, I imagine a lot of people have seen them maybe at a warp tour or something. Something. Um, yeah. But they are so fun live. Well, and like they're 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 a band that since the first fest we've like always brought up as as mm. an idea cuz their their show is so fun. Yeah. And there's just, it just brings this like uh just like party kind of energy where it's like and at that point in the day it's going to be like 
full on like fucking let's rage. Yeah, and this I, would be like right when everybody in the crowd's like on their like second or third drink, <laughs> and they're like, All yeah, right, we're it's like good to party for sure. And I mean, they just bring this energy and like such a cool thing that, like I said, we've been wanting them on fest the fest before, but this year it ended up working out, and uh, I couldn't be more excited. And who knows, maybe uh, maybe John will dress up like Nat again and pop up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would just say that, that you know, through 303, we did our first, like, I guess, co-headlining tour in a bus with them and um, have a lot of history yeah. with, 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 with them. And uh, their, sh- their show, I mean, there's nothing like it, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's unlike any other band that'll be on the bill. You totally. Know? It's just pure, like, fun. And yeah. and then you kind well, of, And also, like, not to mention, like, fucking massive songs. Yeah. Well, and that's what I would say is, like, you 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 watch me. You're like, oh, this is really fun but and and cool and whatever. But then you're like, someone's just like, like, these songs are really good. They're really good, <laughs> and, yeah. they're fu- and they're just ingrained in us. Like, yeah. they're just been part of, you know, this, this scene that we're in. They're in... You know, they've been part of it for over a decade of just, like, huge songs. So, I think it's going to just – it will take the fucking energy knob and turn it to 10 there. So, can't yeah. wait. Um, and then the Somerset, um, which, you know, we can get more into, you know, them on the, the episode when we talk to them. But I think the ex- exciting thing, you know, this is really, like, their – first show back that they're like considering like a full-on show yeah um and they are very excited to be playing um you know i think the fact that there isn't anybody that has been able to watch their band since 8123 fest 2016 jesus a long time ago they haven't played so um they're gonna be a lot of fun, and then they mm. have their their headlining show on Sunday. Yep, which is sold out, right? Yep. So people, yeah, clearly people are excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll, it'll be good to see them on stage. And I mean, we go so far back with the. Yeah, guys. I mean, that's that's like an, an Arizona thing. I mean, Kennedy was in a band with them right before the main. Um, so it's like we we go back from like I mean. You know, we would hang out with them when we were like fourteen, four, 14 years old. So yeah. you know, I think either yeah, compared to anybody else on the yeah. festival, it's like you know that it goes back deep and it's well, just and like, they, and like they know in, in like, Arizona. Yeah, connection. it's the same. It's the same thing as like you know, like we were saying with like Mayday bringing them and like showing them Phoenix. Like this is yeah. like they're from here, so they like this is the feel. They get it more than you know anyone else. So um, to have them part of it and back and being technically their first uh show back fucking jacked up yeah um and then we got state champs right before us um that is gonna be awesome um you know obviously we did uh sad summer with with them so kind of same vibe same kind of environment um Mm -hmm. but they put on an awesome show well Uh, and ryan played the first year every night yeah and so, like, again, connected in, in um, a different way, but also, you know, still part of the group. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, I mean, 
it's it will be such a again i think the energy is going to build and build and build and build and build and then uh and then we get to rock yeah then we get to use all that <laughs> yeah uh, hopefully people won't be tired by the time we play <laughs> yeah um yeah so that is the lineup that is the main stage uh and then we'll do another episode uh kind of talking about the side stage uh when that'll get announced very soon um and you know i think throughout these episodes you know we will do one on more like the pop-up shop and the bar and all the other events and the after parties and then we'll do one you know kind of each uh facet of uh the festival so yeah yeah, but that is that is all about the bands that are playing so we can't wait for you guys to watch watch everyone and uh if you haven't get your tickets 81-23.com slash fest and uh make your trip out to the desert to come hang out with us do a road trip yeah very uh very happy to have the podcast back very stoked that we're a month away from the fest and we'll uh, we'll talk to you all in a couple of days. We're going to be busting these things out because we have uh, interviews with pretty much every band playing. So, yep. Um, all righty, we'll talk to you. Bye.